Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, wrestling fans, and welcome to Live from the Dean's Den. Unfortunately, we start tonight again with another 10-bell Bobby Lee, real name Carlos Alvarado Gonzalez, who was 70 years old, um, was luchador, passed away on Thursday. Um, He was known throughout Mexico as El Santo's last great rival. They feuded quite a bit in 1978. Um, with Santo eventually taking both Bobby Lee's mask and hair. Um, He was also the uh, promoter in Guanajuato and commissioner many times at the same time. Um, And, in fact, uh, he was the guy that... uh, the Leon and other state writers would go to for his take on sports. He was uh, such a level of uh, local sports star that the uh, soccer team paid tribute to him in a tweet. And also, um, we lost uh, Bob Ryder. And Bob um, was actually one of the first um, internet dirt sheet writers. Bob created the wrestling page on uh, America Online, and then later on on uh, Prodigy, which is where I first actually started uh, to make contact with him. He later on, of course, wound up for many years as an executive with uh, TNA Wrestling. So um, now, unfortunately, here we are, one month to go, and the death toll keeps rising within the industry. So, all right. Well, try back, try to get back to a little more upbeat. Uh, the Dean, Steve Kane here, Lee Walker with me. Lee, it's, man, it's been, it's been too long. It's been two weeks since we've been together. How you doing, my friend? Yes. Yeah, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's uh, a little weird, but, uh, I'm back. Um, Unfortunately, we're doing it again, uh, where it's going to be two weeks. But you know, uh, you know, things happen. Life happens. Right. And uh, right. Unfortunately, exactly. that these are some of the, you know, these are some of the circumstances that we're under. Life happens, and unfortunately, right now yeah. we we have circumstances can't be together every week. And um, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully that changes in the near future uh, for our listeners. 
And, yeah. uh, uh, you know, the other thing is, um, you know, happy Thanksgiving. I, I hope you and your family had a good one. Same, same to you. Yes, yes, we did. Yes, we did. A little bit late meal, but uh, it was still a good meal. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, before we get into some upbeat news, um, I had a couple of things that I wanted to uh, talk about real quick with with, with the audience. Uh, number right one is, uh, and this is in no order. Um, for those of you who know. ECW original Sabu. Uh, since being on the indie scene, he has had a manager, Melissa Coates, who some people might know as um, a female IFBB female bodybuilder, and mm-hmm. she was also signed. To, she was also signed to WWE from 2005 right. to 2007. She's been managing right. uh, Sabu for a long time now. And unfortunately, uh, she's lost her leg. She had to have her leg amputated. Um, she has a GoFundMe. Uh, you can go to GoFundMe.com slash F slash medical costs, quote, super genie, quote, Melissa Coates. Um, her goal is $50,000. Uh, those medical bills really do pile up, especially in this industry where health insurance is few and far between uh, during COVID when you're probably not working. And in this industry, if you're not working, you're not getting paid. So if you can, even if you don't have the money to donate, um, share it so people see it, so other people can donate. Uh, Number two, also tied to Sabu, uh, the 2300 Arena, infamously known as the ECW Arena, is uh, currently also on GoFundMe seeking help as uh, this, the, the owner of the building might be forced to close the building because he can't keep it open uh, <clears throat> due to COVID and the restrictions that COVID has. For those of you who yeah. know ECW, have watched it on TV, uh, this is the most famous arena you know, for them. Uh, many mem- mm-hmm. many memories. Again, this is another situation. If you can't afford to donate, just go to GoFundMe.com slash F slash Save 2300 Arena, and you can share it so other people that can donate uh, donate, and that way there you, you know you contributed by sharing um, the GoFundMe. Lastly, right. uh, someone I had interviewed um, over the summer, and, and someone that I have had a good time meeting talking to um, and, and enjoying his time, Dwayne Gill, um, the person who reigns as the longest light heavyweight champion in WWF history, also known as Gilberg, uh, had a heart attack yesterday. So oh. if you tell, can keep, keep Dwayne in your thoughts and in your prayers. Um, heart attacks can be scary. Yeah. I've watched my dad. I've seen my dad have one. So, um, keep you know yep. keep Dwayne. My wife his, had one his, too. Uh, you know, keep keep Dwayne uh, in your thoughts and prayers. Um, mm-hmm. Now, if we could get to some good news, I'd feel a lot better. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, no, in all seriousness, uh, you know, for uh, Melissa and Dwayne, thinking about you. Yeah, uh, I worked with Melissa many many years ago on a. Uh, 
independent uh, show here in the uh, Chicago suburbs. Um, real nice gal, real nice gal. Um, I'd actually known about this uh, not too long after it happened. I will, you know, I'm still, I believe, sworn to secrecy about uh, my source, so I am going to keep that one confidential and that. Um, but, yeah, um, you know, Melissa is a great gal, and uh, hopefully we can get her the help that she needs. Now, also, in terms of uh, getting somebody a little bit of help, um, uh, I'm going to go ahead and talk about, uh, speaking of ECW, uh, PJ Polacco, the wrestler known as Just Incredible. Um, he is back to doing podcasts again. Now, right now, our network doesn't have the funds to go ahead and pay him, and he's not asking for much. He's only asking for $50 to do a podcast. But I want to give, I want to give, him, I want to give him a rub. He's, uh, he's a heck of an excellent performer, and um, you know, in what uh, few conversations I've had with him, he's a, he's a really great guy. Now, he's selling the CCW flag for 60. Um, if anybody wants to buy it, hit him up on his Instagram. I'm actually kind of hoping that uh, nobody gets it because I'd like to get it because I think it would make a great background here for the, for the den so that I'm not uh, sitting with just a uh, white wall in the background anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But Uh, you could, you could, if you want, you could buy it. And then PM me, and I'll give you my address, and you can send it to me for a Christmas present. <laughs> Christmas is around the corner, uh, folks. Yes, exactly. I, um, and uh, speaking I, I, of, there's a ton of books that you can that you can go out there and buy. Uh, my good friend Bobby Blaze Smedley has uh, has two books out, and of course, legendary Bill After his uh, great book is Wrestling Fixed. I didn't know it was broken. Fantastic read. Um, I highly recommend that one. Um, there's there's a number there's a number of good ones out there, and there are more that are coming. So, you know, always uh, be be on the lookout for those. Um, now, uh, got to start out with this one. Um, of course, a lot of a lot of you fans have, I'm sure, been fans of uh, Vice's Dark Side of the Ring series. And they're in the process of uh, filming season number three. Well, unfortunately, and and of course they have covered a lot of very, very controversial subjects. Um, I mean, this past season, we had the two-part episode on Chris Benoit, um, we had the Owen Hart episode and the Dino Bravo episode. Um, well, there was uh, there there was production starting on an episode on China, but um, China's former manager Anthony Anzaldo um, has canceled doing he was he was offered well he 
fifteen hundred pounds, so about uh, twelve hundred dollars for a sit-down interview. Um, he said, he said it's the dark side of the ring, two-hour version. They want me so bad because they know the story isn't told without me. I'm not giving them the rights while they claim they still have the rights because I signed a release when I did my sit-down. Now, uh, Evan Hunzi, who's the producer of Dark Side of the Ring, issued this statement. He says, there are no plans for an episode about China for the upcoming season of Dark Side of the Ring. At the start of pre-production earlier this year, we became aware of multiple projects that were currently in production about China, and thus we ultimately decided against pursuing this as a future subject. Um, and uh, I know that there's at least uh, one uh, biopic that is uh, supposed to be in the works that uh, has the blessing of her mom. Um, I don't know how far that one is in to yet, um, but uh, that is that is one of the projects that at least I'm aware of that uh, was supposed to be happening. So, um, yeah, I found I, I found that yeah. quite interesting actually when it comes to um, the dark side of the ring. It's, it's a great series. Uh, however, mm-hmm. when, when it comes to when it comes to China and when it comes to a majority of that story, it's I, I feel it's it's a very one-sided story that we would get only because when it comes to the whole ordeal with her and WWE specifically when it came to Triple H and the infidelity between him and China with him cheating on her with Stephanie Triple H isn't going to talk Stephanie's not going to talk Vince McMahon's not going to talk Oh, anyone who worked for WWE at that time, including everyone in DX, is not going to talk. Most of them oh, can't right. talk because they're under, you know, they're also under WWE contract. The only ones, mm-hmm. and the only ones that could, would be Jr. and Billy Gunn because they're not under WWE contract. However, right, with Billy and you know, you know, Billy being friends with Hunter. Is he really going to say anything bad or tell what, you know, the full extent of the right. truth? Because how bad how bad will part of this story make WWE look? Well, you know what though, and here's and here's the here's the thing though that I that I look at on this whole thing, Lee. Um they definitely seemed to have no problem throwing dirt on WWE on the Jimmy Snook episode. The Owen Hart or the Chris Benoit episodes. So yeah, no, I don't think I don't think I don't think that's a I don't think that's actually a, a real concern of uh, Evans. You know, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, I, I mean you're 100 percent right, but the um, not so much of the concern about how WWE is going to look. It's more of the fact that you know, for me you're only going to get one side of the story where at least, so like prime example with uh, the Jimmy Snuka episode, Mm -hmm. it was kind of like a one-sided thing 
but you could also tell that they kind of, in a way, manipulated Tonga Kid to say what really happened that night and that, you know, yeah. what had happened. You right. know, if you go back right. and watch that episode, he kind of tells you, you know, nonchalantly, like, yeah, 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 you know, it, 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 it you know, it happened type deal, but. Um, right, right. You know, this, in this episode. Yeah. How, how you know, much, you, how much would, how much would people actually be willing to talk because of connections they've got? You're, you're absolutely rightly. I, you know, I think, I think that would, I think that would prove to be very problematic. Yeah. And, and the other thing is like, you know, do you really think you're going to get Sean Waltman to say, you know, Paul Levesque was the bad guy in this situation and that he was the one cheating on China and that they, Hunter and Stephanie are the reasons why she was fired. Sean has his own drama with China as well. That would also probably play into this episode. If anyone remembers, he had showed up under the influence while China was doing a BH1 television series and the guys right. on that show wanted to beat him up, mm-hmm. you know, because she had also mm-hmm. let in some bad, you know, she had also let them know that uh, Sean Waltman wasn't as good of a person just as much as Hunter. So how right. much, you know, right. how much are people really going to tell? Cause there's a lot, there's a lot of, this story isn't a one way road. This story has a lot of Mm-mm. twists and turns and bends and everything. Oh my gosh. Um, it's one that I would like to see to, to know the full extent of everything. Um, I also feel that the, the use of saying, well, China has, you know, they have multiple things in production for China right now, which might be mm-hmm. true, but depending on how he looks at it, you know, is it going to, you know, it's not a, it's not something WWE is doing. No, uh, it's, it's no. you know, if, if it is, it's something being done independent through what her former manager was. But, right. you know, who's getting that money? Is her mom getting the money? Probably not. The manager's probably getting all the money. Well, supposedly she's she's the one that's got that's uh, got the say on this. So, you know, I mean, I, you know, I, again, there's, there's so, there's so much of this that we don't know exactly, you know, what's going on. Who's, who's got what ownership rights of what, you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, even even yo, know, a movie that her mom gives the okay to could be tied up in uh, in legal uh, proceedings for years before it ever gets released. And you know, by that time, are we even going to be interested anymore? You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Now, well, well, I mean, right now that's the way the story is, and we'll just have to kind of deal with it until such time as something changes. <clears throat> now, of course, uh, on Raw this past Monday, um, WWE did an angle where Braun Strowman attacked Adam Pearce, uh, and as a result... He is 
indefinitely suspended, air quotes. Now, the question is, why did this why did this happen? Well, there actually happens to be two schools of thought on this. Um, now, Meltzer is saying that apparently Strowman has some sort of knee injury that occurred on Sunday during the Survivor Series match. And so this was their way of writing him off television for a while while he gets the knee taken care of. But there's another school of thought, and this has some has some Twitter behind it. Um, Strowman wrote a tweet where he where he ripped on WWE for suspending him and all of this. It was then picked up by get this Dominic Dijakovic, aka T Bar of Retribution. He retweets Strowman's tweet and tags Mustafa Ali. So, the question is, is this just a swerve to get time, to give him time off so that when he comes back, he comes back as part of retribution. Ooh. Um, honestly, before they even had said anything when they suspended him and the way he had been acting, I had said, I had made a joke about him actually going to retribution. And then all, it was kind of funny. I saw these articles and stuff and I was like, wow, okay, maybe I was onto something. Um, yeah, I find it. I find it interesting. So much. It's not so much that he needs retribution. It's really more of retribution needs him. My honest opinion yeah. is, whatever retribution was supposed to be, if they were supposed to be some sort of main event type of thing like the NWO, as soon as they did all the masks and the names and this and that, that was over. Mm-hmm. Bringing in bringing in Braun Strowman can can help give them some You're breaking up on me, Lee. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you now. Okay, so um, you know, with the whole the whole thing is he doesn't need them; they need him, but. Mm. What are they going to really do with it with him? Are they going to take the goofy masks off? Are they going to have their real names back? You know that they were using an NXT because the whole cartoonish villain type thing doesn't work in these scenarios. And if you're bringing in Braun Strowman, you better do it right, or this is just going to be some CM Punk running the Nexus thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very. Very good, very good point. Um, 
I mean, you know, because, yeah, you've got guys, I mean, especially, you know, Kovic, who was on his way, well, actually, really, if you think about it, was a big star in NXT. He had, he had a running thing with Keith Lee that, I mean, was honestly just absolutely phenomenal. I loved I loved the stuff that they did together and that. Um yeah, I mean oh how yo know, now the because I mean and then Mia Yim, okay. Oh, they haven't they haven't really used her yet that much. I mean all she all she did was take out Dana Brooke for a survivor series. Which that's because see that's the thing. A couple of you know several months back, um, the running story was that main event was supposed to be a Survivor Series match, Retribution against the Hurt Business, which that that fell apart very quickly, um, and. Oh, it was it was never in fact it was never even brought up on WWE TV. So oh, hard to hard to tell. Hard to tell. Yeah. So it's uh you know, it, it's a shame, you know, it's one of those could have given some legitimacy to that group. Mhm. But here we are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm I'm still trying to I'm still trying to figure out that uh that goofy that goofy walk that uh <laughs> Yeah. And what's his name is doing? I mean, you know, it's like it's like you know what what is what is this supposed you know is he is he suddenly you know some sort of like oh weird scarecrow or something <laughs> what is this that i mean yeah, nah. i saw i saw better in the in the ministry of silly walk sketches in monty python <laughs> <laughs> and i'm showing yeah. my I mean, age with that wrong. I'm showing my age with wrong. that. Nah, I mean sorry. I I know money. I know money. I'm I'm young. <laughs> hey. So there you go. I mean, yeah, it's 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 available. It's available on Netflix if you, you know, if you if you got that. You know, although although with uh, Hulu doing their uh, one ninety nine for twelve months deal, uh, Netflix might lose a lot of subscribers. Have to see. Yeah. Have to see. Yeah. So. All right, so well, here we are. We're about the halfway point. So um, you now we're talking about uh, with um, programming and that. Uh, so I want to go ahead and kind of catch everybody up who's uh, listening to this um, on uh, on Blog Talk. That um, Thursday night will be uh, will be TNT, um, and Lee, you're definitely welcome to join us if you if you can. Uh, it's going to be uh, Katie's birthday bash, so um, 
we're pulling we're pulling in some surprise guests, and I'm not going to say who because if she winds up listening to this, I don't want her to know. <laughs> uh, I got I got a couple I'll, I'll of good surprises in. for her, and that, and obviously, I mean, you know, you are part of the ER family, so you're definitely more than welcome to, uh, you know, come on and come on and join us for that Thursday, um, Friday night. We will be we will we will be off um, because uh, you know that's one of those real life things. My wife is having surgery that day, so hell, I'm not going to be focused on uh, anything to do with wrestling or putting a show together. So hell, yeah. The den will be back. The den will be back in two weeks. Um. But uh, we'll be, you know, Thursday, Thursdays uh, up uh, until the holidays. Uh, TNT will be on on its on its usual on its usual day and time. So, all right. So now that now that we've gotten to that, um, if you now do you, do you get a chance to watch Impact at all? Um, I actually, I do catch Impact uh, quite a bit. I did okay. not catch uh, this week though. You did hear about it though, right? I I know that Bob Ryder passed away. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what happened on Impact this week though. Okay. I've not okay. checked anything. Well. Okay. Well, you know, well, you know that over the last few weeks there's been some friction with the North, and that, and Ethan Page has been on a bit of a losing streak, and yep, th- and this last and this last Tuesday, um, Carl Anderson came out, and he had announced that there was going to be a phenomenal opponent for Ethan Page. And the okay, stipulation I know was I, I know if that. Ethan Page beat the phenomenal one, that they would get a rematch for the tag team titles. Well, they, I mean, Impact, yeah, Impact, Impact did this, did this really well. They put, they put out the, uh, the. Oh, the original AJ video, the music, and all of that. Okay. And then, and then coming out, doing doing the stance, the gloves, the whole nine yards, was the wee nominal one, AJ Swaggle. <laughs> okay. All right. I like it. Yep, yep, and so Ethan Page fell to the Wii nominal one, and so therefore Wait, the North is not getting a, another tag title shot. Okay, that's here's what's interesting. actually, yeah, well, because here's what's actually going on behind the scenes. Um, Page's contract expires at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. At this point, it's not seeming very likely that um, they're going to wind up renewing it. Oh wow! 
So, yeah, yeah, which, frankly, I'm a little surprised about, especially because of the fact that, um, oh, they just lost the Rascals, who, of course, have signed with WWE. So I would would think, what's that? I was I was making a kind of a rude comment about it. I was like, yeah, they'll just end up on 205 Live. Yeah. <laughs> the Rascals. Yeah, with new names. Yeah. Oh, uh, I feel I still I feel sorry for poor DJZ. He he definitely does not deserve what WWE has done to him. No, and and that little ra- that 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 the whole gimmick of the Rascals thing that. In impact, I really liked it. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, you know, WWE is just going to kind of. Yeah, I don't they, think they're WWE's not going to do. Right, they're not going to do the. They're not going to do the treehouse. They're not going to have the smoke stuff, and all of that. Nope. Which is, you know, I mean, it's a big part of the wrestles gimmick, and that's not going to fit with a, uh, with a corporate uh, industry business that uh, has major sponsors such as Snickers, um, Jared Jewelry, Jewelry, and all of these companies. Now, yeah. that's, that is not going to fly. That is not no, going to fly. Not at all. Now, and I just, I just, I, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, but I can't see this happening out, working out very well. Um, yeah, I I can't either. And um, and if Ethan Page doesn't re-sign with Impact, I I necessarily wouldn't think he would go to WWE. And I only say that because of the friends he has in AEW. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, speaking of, um, gonna throw gonna throw a uh, little bit of uh, trivia at you. Okay. Um, all right. Well, you know, okay, you know that uh, all the all the members of the Dark Order have numbers. Yeah. And Anna Jay's number is 99. Now, do you know why that is? Do I know why he's number 99? Why why Anna Jay is number 99? Cuz they don't have a uh, 98. No. I'm guessing? No. Okay. No. All right, nope. I took a shot in the dark. Okay. 99 is the number of the great one, Wayne Gretzky. Okay. And yep, Brody yep. Lee is a huge, huge hockey fan. Okay. All right. He, he, loves, he loves hockey almost as much as he loves wrestling. And so, as a nod to his love of hockey, they 
gave Anna Jay the 99 number for that. All right, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. When I when I read it, it's like, oh, I get it. Oh, I mean, it would be it would be like if you know, if I were leading and I'm a and I'm a big hockey buff myself, and if she was 21, which was Stan Makita's number, or nine, which was Bobby Hall's number. Or 30, which was Tony Esposito's, and now I'm going off on a tangent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, Okay, well, we know a few weeks back that uh, Devon Dudley's sons made their debut as a tag team in AEW. Well, well, another son of a a famous uh, wrestling family... Just got a tryout with uh, WWE, and that really? is yes, yes, Bronson Rexsteiner. And okay. yeah, and for those and for those who don't know, Rexsteiner is the actual real last name of the Steiner brothers. And Bronson is uh, is Rick's son. Now, he's six foot tall, two thirty. Um, and he had said before that he was interested in working for WWE once his football career was over. Well, his football career apparently is over. He just recently got cut by the Ravens. Oh wow! So, yeah. So who knows? I mean, you know, six foot two thirty, ex uh, ex uh, pro football player. Oh, this and could, we've seen this, that pro. Could, fo- I'm sorry, we, we've seen yeah. that pro football players do pretty well in professional wrestling. Yeah, they do. If they, if they understand what they're getting into, yes. Yep. I mean, I grew. I I mean, I grew up back in the day when um, Bronco Nagurski would wrestle during the off season. Um, of course, uh, the late great Chief Wahoo McDaniel was a uh, lineman for the New York Jets, and then eventually. Oh, quit the football and went wrestling full time. Um, Manny Fernandez was a lineman for the undefeated world champion Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I know a lot of I know a lot of weird trivia. You know, <laughs> there ain't nothing it's wrong funny. with that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, oh, you know, we got to get and, that. And, yeah, go ahead. Uh, and no, I was just going to say, like, you know, right now there's also, like, a bunch of other, uh, per, you know, professional football players in wrestling. Like, we've seen Gronk. Uh, you know, he did his spots well. Uh, right. Lawrence Taylor, you know, Bam Bam Bigelow at, at WrestleMania. That was a good match. You know, Bam Bam did what, you know, but Lawrence, Lawrence did well. Uh, 
know, we've right. got other people right. like Moose, who's in who's in Impact. You know, who was trained by Mister the Total Protection, Mister Hughes. You know, so yes, um, we we've seen a lot of football players come into the world of professional wrestling. Um, heck, even uh, what was it in the eighties or it was the eighties? Uh, the Refrigerator. In a yeah. battle royal. Yeah, William Perry. William Perry. Yeah, they, well, yeah, in, had, in the WWF 70s, had a battle royal. Or was right. I can't remember. Yep. Maybe it was WWF they had a football battle royal type deal. Right. Well, it was mixed. It was mixed football and wrestlers in the in the royal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was when yeah. that was when they had that was when they had mania at uh, three locations: the Garden, and then uh, here in. Uh, Illinois at uh, what was then the Rosemont Horizon, now of course the Allstate Arena, and then the uh, um, final with the main event of uh, Hulk Hogan and King Kong Bundy in a steel cage was at the LA Sports Arena. So, um, yeah, because um, that was when uh, Ozzy um, managed uh, managed Jake the Snake. Yeah. Uh, there was some wild stuff. There was some wild stuff in there. Um, okay, but getting back to Impact, uh, un- they had a situation, the most recent set of TV tapings, um, one of their stars, and it doesn't say who yet, um, tested positive for COVID-19. And according to Meltzer, only a few wrestlers were told, and one wrestler said that most wrestlers were not told and we're very hot having to hear the news through gossip. You know, I can actually relate to this. Um, okay. Where I work, where I work, we're supposed to get um, emails and everything like that. And uh, uh-huh. sorry about that. My cat's in the background. If you can hear that ball roll. <laughs> um, um, the, the the biggest downfall is. Uh, I know that situation all too well, and I know it all too well because at work we're supposed to get these these emails and you know that are supposed to keep you up to date about everything uh, with going on at work. I'm not finding out about anything right. until I talk to the previous shift, and then they you know then they come in with the gossip saying yeah they took these four out because they. Uh, they were around John Doe who had COVID. So that whole shift got sent home. Oh my God. And now you got to work. Now you got to work overtime with that shift of the guys who are still here that were on that shift. And then you're thinking, well, they're on that, on that shift. Why didn't you send them all home? You know, now the chance of exposure just got that much more this and that. So I I totally understand Mm. how they would feel, you know? Right. You don't want to, you don't want to hear about your work having cases of COVID, but it's not work telling you you're hearing it through third party. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, uh, cause, uh, my daughter, um, she has only been out of the hospital the last couple of weeks. In fact, uh, she actually almost died from it. And so now, you know, everybody in her house has gotten it. And so, you know, so the entire house is on lockdown, which, you know, definitely, you know, at one point we were hoping to do Thanksgiving together, but uh, 
when that when uh, she broke out with that, well, that uh, that shot that down the troops. So you know, now it's kind of like okay, maybe Christmas, oh, maybe next year. You know, just gonna have to wait and see. This thing is you know, this thing is really really tough. And now that uh, one of the um, vaccine trials has had to be pulled back a little bit, um, you know. It may, it may, it may delay, it may delay this uh, coming out a little bit longer, but uh, again, we'll have to, we'll have to see about that. Um, so, okay, well, another, well, speaking of COVID, um, another thing that uh, is kind of uh, stuck in limbo at the at this moment is the Hulk Hogan. Netflix biopic. Yes. According to Eric Bischoff, it's still in development stage. There's no official start date for filming. Um, It says there's no casting going on. There's no scheduling going on. It's still in, I would say, the late stages of development. So it's not a done deal by any stretch of the imagination. I wish it was because I'd be out looking for a new truck, but it's not. (laughs) Um, and it's, yeah, I mean, the, the, the only absolutes that you've got right now are Chris Hemsworth, who will play the Hulkster, um, Todd Phillips directing, who directed, uh, Joker and, uh, Scott Silver, who was the writer for uh, Eminem's uh, semi-autobiographical Eight Mile. So, I mean, yeah. there, so there's, a, there's, I mean, there's definitely a, a top team behind it. So now that, so now the question is how soon will they be able to get it off the ground? So, um, now, uh, John Morrison just, uh, just filed for a trademark. Huh. And he's filed and he's filing this independently. Um, <clears throat> he has filed a, uh, trademark for the term Slamtown. Slamtown. Yep. That's an interesting Remember, one. That, well, because that's where he that's where he's always been introduced as being from, at least Al on in his yeah. uh non WWE times and that. That makes sense, all right. Yeah. So what so what that is is he's filing it under um international class O forty one, which is providing sports information in the field of wrestling, entertainment in the nature of wrestling contests, entertainment services in the nature of organizing social entertainment events, entertainment services in the nature of a wrestling club, entertainment services, namely wrestling exhibits and performances by a professional wrestler and entertainer, uh, providing wrestling news and information via a global computer network. And then it says 
that um, the mark was first used by the applicant or the applicant's related company or licensee predecessor in interest at least as early as 1-1-2015 and first used in commerce at least as early as 1-1-2015 and is now in use of such commerce. And, of course, uh, and of course, John's wife, uh, Taya Valkyrie, uses that uses that same introduction. If you catch that uh, on uh, on uh, Impact, yeah. So, you know, smart smart move smart move on his part. You know, um, oh, a lot a lot of the a lot of these a lot of the people have. Uh, Filed trademarks independent of WWE. Um, Charlotte Flair has filed has filed for Ashley Flair. Um, her fiance Andrade has uh, filed under his old Lucha name, and that um, you know, few other few other things like that. Um, I think um, I've talked before about the fact that uh you know AJ Styles is the smart one. Um well actually Bill Barron's his manager is the smart one. He's the one who set it up where WWE is only actually leasing the Styles name the names of the moves including Styles Clash, Phenomenal Forearm, Pele Kick and all of that. Yeah. And you know, at such a at such a time as you know, either either party decides not to renew the contract. All of that, all of that, you know, goes completely back to AJ, and WWE can't go after him for that stuff. So, like the day he leaves, hey, he can he can open up his own Twitch account again. <laughs> yeah. Again, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, I'm sorry, man. It's so wild to me that you know the stuff like that just. Oh, for sure, for sure. Even though I mean, especially yeah, even though you're using, yeah. even though they're using their their real names and stuff, WWE's like no, hand it over. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like I said, man, it's wild. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait a second. Um we're supposedly independent contractors. Oh, and that, and I mean, and this thing of course has been, it's been, it's been fought for years. I mean, this actually dates back all the way to Jesse, the body, as we talked about uh, two weeks ago, um, when the uh, Thea Trinidad, Selena Vega release happened and that, Oh, uh, and I and I still to this day, what I don't get is, you know, why hasn't SAG AFTRA come in and tried and tried to organize these guys? You know, I mean, there's oh, as a as a former union steward, there is a you know a card law, and if yeah. enough and if enough people in the roster sign a card for a vote, Vince can't do a darn thing about it. You know, um, yeah, I mean, he can, he can, he can try and 
full retribution on on people for doing it, but you know, I don't think I don't think it'd hold up, and that if they if they ever actually went that far. Uh, yeah, let's be, let's be honest. What's retribution going to do? They're barely on rise. Is I know what you're talking <laughs> about. I was just trying to make a point. I know. I, very good. Very good. <laughs> I I those, like those guys. In I poor, like those guys are doing you, a poor job as is. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, uh, very very good. Very sharp. I I like that. I like that. Oh man. Yeah. So, um, oh. Our truth has now has the most reigns of any WWE title holder. Yeah. He is now a lot. the fifty-time twenty-four-seven champion, and the only person who is close to him, the previous record was Raven. Um, yeah, Raven held the Hardcore Championship 27 times, but mm-hmm. um, R-Truth has actually held, uh, if he's held the 24-7 championship 50 times. Well, I've, well, I've held... got it right here. I've got it right here. He's okay. the current champion. He has held that championship 45 times. Um, he had uh, Rain as the tag team in the tag team uh, as the tag yep. team champion with, with Kofi Kingston. Yep, he's a two-time he's hardcore the, champion, right? And a two-time United States champion. Yep. Yeah. So, so, I mean that, that's that's fifty. Yep. Good for him. Hey, you know. I actually posted this from from um, my first Facebook page, and to be, believe it or not, a lot of people actually uh, don't like it. They don't like the fact that it's because it's a twenty four seven championship. It's not a major title in their eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, some people didn't count it, but you know, I, I had gone back in there, you know, and. and messaged with people to those who didn't like it. and um, Our truth is very, very entertaining. He's hilarious. Um, more, you know, more people want to see him in a more serious type role. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. you don't see that because he's so good at what he does with this comedy, just like Santino Morella. Great with comedy. Right. Um, yeah. This is really, this is really WWE giving props to R-Truth by letting that happen sort of deal. Um, For those Mm -hmm. who don't know, R-Truth is technically considered the first African-American to hold the NWA championship, uh, the 10 pounds of gold. Now, a lot of people will say, you know, no, this, you know, it was Bobo Brazil. Uh, NWA didn't recognize him winning that as he had to forfeit it back. Now, a lot of people will say, well, there was also, uh, you know, uh, Ron Simmons. 1992, WCW and the NWA had already parted ways. WCW had just used the history of the belt saying that it was, you know, that's what it was. Unfortunately, what he won was the WCW Heavyweight Championship. 
the ties to NWA were already gone. Um, mm-hmm. That leaves our truth as the first African-American to hold the NWA title. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Speaking of yeah. full of um, weird knowledge. Yeah. There's a weird one. For you. Well, hey, um, just uh, just popped up some more stuff on the China thing. Um, Jan has invited uh, Jan LeCue, um China's mom, has um, invited fans of China to ask her questions on Facebook. And uh, the link to that page is available on WrestlingNewsSource.com. And she posted this. She says, hi, everyone. Well, I just tortured myself by listening to part three of the Wrestling Inc. documentary China series with the final epistle by Anthony, as in Anzalo. OMG, I don't understand how the world could have possibly survived before his royal expletive came along. Anyway, Anthony invited questions at the end. So I'm going to be contacting Nick Hausman on the many questions and comments that I have, such as demanding that Anthony produce proof that I gave him power of attorney. That's actually laughable. Proof of other lies that he told, like my husband abused her both emotionally and physically, which is so far off the tracks that it could be a slander civil suit against Anthony. I don't know how many of you are interested in the details of my comments on what he said in his interview, if you want to call them that, so I won't bore you with all of them. If you are interested, just message me and ask me any questions that you want to ask me. If I know the real answer, I'll tell you. If I don't know the answer, I'll tell you that too. And tomorrow, which I'm guessing was today, you may want to tune in as Anthony is done, thank God, and there will be interviews with Rob Poito, who I am not doing a documentary with, by the way, as Anthony said, and Dr. Drew Pinsky, who apparently was trying to treat Joni in her last years. It should be interesting. Hope you're all having a great turkey day. We're ready to feast now. Love to all. Jam. Wow. Okay. Wow, yeah. Well. Oh, my gosh. Well, should... uh... I'm going to check on that page, look at it after after we get off the air. Um, Might have to talk about that, uh, interrupt uh, Katie's party a little bit Thursday for that. Um, So um, last bit on on the table. Kenny Omega has launched a supplement line. It is no known kidding. as Recon. What's that? He launched the supplement line? No kidding. Yes. Yep. And wow. he he answers and, and he and he posts this on uh on Twitter. Um today's the day and I've officially launched my own supplement line with Redcon one. The flavor, V trigger tastes a lot like lemon heads. So if you're into that, this is up your alley. In other news, happy Thanksgiving. Okay. So. He's not the only one with Redcon 1. Uh, you know who else is with Redcon 1? Who's that? Brian Cage. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
So Brian Cage is um, with them. He's um he's well known in the the you know the bodybuilding world and especially um you know prior to his success when he was first in Impact Wrestling, he was very very heavily in the um, forums on bodybuilding.com. Um, I know this because I interacted with him on there, would see his posts. Um, and, you know, you would see Brian Cage in, in his profile picture. And, you know, he had on there impact mm-hmm. wrestler, stuff like that. So it was, you know, he was going through the motion. And then I kind of fizzled out with, you know, the bodybuilding forum. Um, as I had, you know, I was still buying from bodybuilding.com, uh, my supplements and stuff like that. But um, I okay. digressed from the forums. Um, only because um, certain places can become toxic environments. And when you got a bunch of males who use supplements and all they do is work out, uh, things tend to get heavily critiqued more. I mean, outside Mm -hmm. of just your body looks. So um, I I had fizzled out of that, but um, he was very active, you know, Um, you know, with supplement reviews and, you know, just commenting mm-hmm. on people's posts right. and things like that. So um, that's, that's mm-hmm. originally how I know. And um, aside from Kenny Omega, we also know that Ryback has his own supplement line. And, um, right. And we also know that, uh, Oh God, I'm having a brain fart and I shouldn't be. Uh, <laughs> um, TJ Natalia's husband has uh, the workhorse supplements. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, here's the, here's the deal. Now, number one, the price itself, I think, oh, is excellent when you when you look at it. It's forty nine ninety nine. Um, now they're they're doing a limited um, supply of five thousand of these, and two hundred and fifty of these randomly. This is not going to be the first two hundred fifty. Two hundred and fifty will be randomly signed by Kenny Omega. And so what okay, is gonna what is cool. gonna include is the V trigger um total war pre workout, a holographic reflective label which is designed by Kenny, Kenny's iconic pose, a tribute to Tokyo, first release new Gundam inspired persona. And um then one Kenny Omega collector's edition Elite Shirt Version 1, which designed by Omega, um, premium dual blend performance shirt, and it's the Gundam Persona, uh, first collector's design in the Kenny Omega Redcon Elite Series V1. And uh, there, will be a, there will be a mount of these randomly released Thursday through Sunday. So... That's pretty cool. Um, and right. And of course it says since the signed version will be assigned to random orders, you can increase your chances by ordering multiple bundles. For the greatest opportunity to maximize your chances, order more, multiple bundles Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um so um and then and then there's uh I guess there's a video Watch how Kenny Omega saved Black Friday for the whole world. So. <laughs> no, that's really cool, though. I'm, uh, I've always, you know. Yeah. 
you know, we know that, you know, in professional wrestling and, you know, just like any other sport, you have to stay in shape. Um, and, you know, there are drug testing in, in, you know, like WWE, AEW, you know, they, they do do this stuff. Um, right. You know, so these supplements, you know, they, they do help. I've, I've, I've used supplements since I was like 18, Protein powders, okay. pre-workouts, creatines, um, BCAAs. Now they have a, a silk chain amino acid, which is better than regular BCAAs. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, joint support supplements, and you know all sorts of multivitamins, things like that. You know, so I you know, right. anytime I hear about a wrestler getting into that industry, like I've tried Ryback stuff, good stuff. He mm-hmm. does all, um, you know, his protein. Um, they're all, you know, hit the the cows that they, you know, from the milk and everything for the the whey. They're all grass fed uh, cows and everything. Uh, mm. you, you know, TJ nice. his, TJ Wilson with, with Natalia his supplements. He personally uses all of his stuff because you know when I interviewed him, he said that if it wasn't good for him, it, why would it be good for other people? Like if he doesn't right. like the taste, he's he he tells he tells the company no. So you know well, I you I'll be really I, I I'm gonna have to pick some of this up and give it a yeah. try. Well, yeah, well, better hurry because I mean there's only five thousand, so uh, you might want to get on that right away. Oh, uh, and if you get and if you get a signed one, you gotta and you you gotta post pictures of it. Oh, so. yeah, absolutely. If I <laughs> if I do it. I do it. I'm buying two, you know, hopefully I get one signed and then just one unsigned. Cause the signed one, I wouldn't open. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Just like, uh, just like getting, uh, two of every, of every figure. Cause you keep one in package for the, for the, uh, yep. you know, total value of it. And that, <laughs> unless, unless you're like me, who's at his, uh, WWF Hasbro bar looking at, three WWE classics of uh, Rick Morton and Rob Gibson that are all signed. You mm-hmm. know, I, I don't do, I, I, I don't open one and keep, keep one in the box. I, I buy three or four, keep them all in the box and then get them signed. <laughs> hey, there you go. Smart move. Uh, Smart move. Yeah. Uh, excellent. Investment. Excellent. Yep. Yep. There you go. There you go. Eventually someday when you, you know, when you have kids, you can uh, sell a sell a bunch of them and uh, be able to pay for his college. <laughs> keep one, keep, keep one, sell one. College fund it is. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've uh, definitely uh, killed it for this week. Uh, don't forget, everybody. Um, Thursday next week, no Friday. We'll be back to we'll be back to full schedule in two weeks. So, uh, Lee, fantastic job as always, my friend. You take care. I'll uh, catch you. I'm sure sometime, uh, you know, in the in the upcoming week before we uh, well, before we come back on. All right. You'll catch me. Uh, you'll catch me Thursday for the Thursday episode. And uh, fans, make sure no. you you, ch- you can check out my podcast, Perch on the Top Rope. More importantly. Uh, Make sure on uh, on our, our YouTube page here with ERN, you hit the like and subscribe button. And you can also check me out at sportskita.com. Yes, indeed you can. Indeed you can. 
All right. Well, on behalf of Lee Walker, this is the Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane, signing off. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks. You've been listening to Live from the Dean's Den. Live from the Dean's Den airs every Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern on Blog Talk Radio. Replays can be found on Amazon Music, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you may get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll be with you next week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.